Well, good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, or whatever time you are watching this at. It is uh, great to be with you today, and I just want to say a special good morning to everyone in Equippers Richmond this morning. Great to be with you, to everyone in Essex this morning. Great to be speaking to you, and to our family in New Malden. It's great to be with you as well, as well as our online uh, family today. So wherever you're watching, um, good morning, good afternoon. And uh, today's a special day, as you've already heard, this is our Vision Sunday. Vision Sunday 2022, and uh, this for me is one of the most important Sundays in our calendar year, because it's in this Sunday that we really start to talk about what we feel God is saying to us as a church leadership team. And I want to do a couple of things today. I want to uh, give you a theme that as pastors, we've come together and we felt, yes, This is what God is saying to us. I want to give you a theme today, but then I also want to share some big initiatives that we are going to be going after this year. And so vision in the sense of everyday theme of what God's speaking to us about, but then also big vision of some things we're going after. And I want to encourage you, uh, stay with me to the end because there is some really, really exciting things we want to talk to you about today. So, if you have a Bible, we'd love you to go to Ezekiel chapter 47. Ezekiel 47. And if you have been in Equippers, maybe for some length of time, actually this is a scripture that probably isn't new to you. It's one of those prophetic scriptures that has been part of our church journey for many years. And um, as we really prayed, Monica and I felt God lead us back to Ezekiel 47 to talk about what he's doing in our church in this season and for the next uh, 12 months or so. And so in Ezekiel 47, we find um, this prophetic picture and we find the prophet Ezekiel is being shown this picture by a kind of an angelic being and he's showing him a a picture that I'm going to explain today and uh, there is a great application, I believe, for us uh, in uh, 2022. In verse 1 it says this, In my vision the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. And there I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar on its south side. And so Ezekiel has been shown this picture of a temple and, and coming out from the east door is a river. And it goes on to say the river is just a, a trickle of water to start with. Starts as a trickle of water, but it doesn't stay that way. In verse 3, it says, measuring as he went, he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet. Other translations say 1,000 cubits, which translates into 1,750 feet. And then it says this, he led me across the water and it was up to my ankles. So Ezekiel has now been led across this growing volume of water that originated in the temple, but is flowing away and it's ankle deep. The, the man then leads him uh, further down this, this, this body of water that is getting deeper all the time. And after another thousand cubits, it becomes knee deep. So it starts ankle deep. Now it's knee deep. He goes another 1,000 cubits or 1,750 feet and the water is now waist deep. 
So I hope you can see it. There's, there's something that starts small. It originates in the temple and it, and it starts to get deeper and deeper. And then finally in verse uh, five, it says this, he measured off another 1,750 feet and the river was too deep to walk across, but it was deep enough to swim in. Too deep to walk through. And so now Ezekiel is at this point where, where the water's gone from being waist deep, but now it's at a level where he can't stand in it anymore. He's going to have to swim. And it's this wonderful picture of him letting go, giving up control, and getting into this incredible flow of water. It goes on, and uh, this water becomes incredibly significant because in verse 8 it says this, that this river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The water of the stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea, for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever this water flows. And so what began as just a little trickle of water coming out under the door of the temple has now grown into this wonderful river. This, this river's too deep to wade in or to splash through. This river has now got a flow to it. And Ezekiel is in the flow of this river. And as the river flows from the temple, it goes all the way, the Bible says, to the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea, of course, is dead. Nothing's living in it. There's no life in it at all. But when the river or the water from the temple touches the Dead Sea, then all of a sudden life starts to flourish. Life starts to flow. And in verse 12, it says this, Fruit trees of all kinds will grow along both sides of the rivers. The leaves of these trees will never turn brown and fail. There will always be fruit on the branches. There will be a new crop every month, for they are watered by the river flowing from the temple. The fruit will be food and the leaves will be healing. The theme that I want to launch today, and we're going to start a series on it, and we're going to be talking about it in numerous places throughout the year. The theme that God has really put on our heart for 2022 is simply this, stepping into the flow. Wherever you're watching right now, and whatever location, or whether you're online, how about saying that out loud with me? Stepping into the flow. There is a flow from the presence of God that is meant to flow out into a world of hurt and a world of pain, and it's meant to bring incredible life whenever it has contact with it. The Bible says it makes the salty waters fresh again. It says that there would be trees lining the banks of this river, that there will be fish starting to grow and to live again and flourish. In other words, there'll be life wherever this river goes. Fishermen will be able to fish again because now there's fish in the water. In, in other words, there's employment or there's, there's, there's resources that are going to come with this river. 
Trees will be evergreen and they'll always have fruit and the fruit will be for food and the leaves will be for healing. And so this river of God is an incredible river. When it touches the broken and the dry places of our lives and the communities in which we live, the river of God brings life and it brings breakthrough and it brings healing and it brings restoration. And I believe Equipus Church in 2022 that what God is saying to us is that this is a year for the, for the flow, the, the river of God to flow from our church and fro, flow from our lives and to go into the world and have impact everywhere it goes. If you can be excited about that, how about putting your hands together wherever you're watching right now and just give God praise and say, yes, I can get on board with that. I, I could get excited about being part of a move of God that would bring life all over the place. Let me give you a couple of thoughts before I share some things we're wanting to do this year that are in line with this prophetic theme, stepping into the flow. The first thing I want to say really quickly is notice that it is a river, not a pool. It's a river, not a pool, or, or not a reservoir. It's, it's, it's a river that has a flow, it has a direction, it's going somewhere, as opposed to a, a pool of water or a reservoir of water that is not going in any direction. So in a pool, water doesn't flow anywhere, but in a river, it's, it's got a flow, it's got a current. A, a swimming pool or a pool of water, you know, I think of it as being very sanitized and very clean, it's very nice. But a river has that kind of earthy feel to it, doesn't it? If you've been swimming in a river, it's not like swimming in a swimming pool. Your feet can feel the soil, and, and as you swim along, sometimes there's stuff in it. And, and, and that's exciting. That means there's something happening in that body of water. A swimming pool or a pool of water is very localized. You can see the start of it. You can see the end of it. But a river, of course, has reach that goes far further than just what we can see right in front of us. And I really believe that this year God is challenging us to be more than just a, re a, a reservoir of water, but to be a river. Some of you remember in the Bible, uh, there is a story that's based around the pool of Bethesda. And in the pool of Bethesda, sick and hurting people would sit around it and wait for the waters to be stirred by an angel, the Bible says, and the first person into the water would get healed. And so the idea was you had to come to this pool of water, and if you could make it there, and if you could get in first, then you were one of the lucky ones. You got the blessing. You got the healing. But I feel that in this season that God is in a way, changing our perspectives to say that the impact that we're going to have as a church is not all about come and see, although I believe that's powerful. If people will come and be part of our gatherings and come and be part of the life of what God is doing here, they will get touched. But it's got to be more than just come. It's got to be more than just the pool of Bethesda. It's got to be a river of God that actually flows out into the world and brings healing and brings blessing wherever it touches. You know, right now we live not quite in a 
post-pandemic world. We, we are hopefully, God willing, coming to that part where we're no longer in a pandemic, but the world has changed. The world has changed, and, and there are problems in the world, and there are hurting people in the world. I'm particularly moved by the young people in our societies and communities whose life has been so heavily impacted by what we have been through over these last couple of years. And I don't know about you, I, I don't want to leave them on the outside and say, you've, you've got to come, and if you don't come, nothing's going to happen. But I pray that God would start to reveal to us ways and means of flowing out into our communities and flowing to the Dead Sea, flowing to the places where people are hurt, flowing to the places where people are struggling. See, in a way, when we think of a body of water, a pool, then we are really the end point of that water. But when you think about a river, we no longer are the end point, we are just part of flowing towards the people that God is really wanting to touch, to get involved with, to make a difference in their life. And so this year, the river of God stepping into the flow that is going to take the life that is within us because of Jesus and flowing out into a world that desperately needs Him. If you believe that this morning, how about saying amen wherever you're watching? Here's the second thing uh, I want to say kind of briefly is the river brings life to dead places. I love that. The river brings life to dead places. Notice the river doesn't get diluted. The river doesn't get contaminated. The river brings life to the places that it touches. So it flows from the temple. It flows from the temple. You know, as we think of that in a New Testament uh, kind of um, paradigm, it, it, it can be really interpreted, I believe, as two ways. It can be interpreted as our hearts, and it can be interpreted as the church of Jesus. And so from our hearts, we actually want to have life flowing into and around the world in which we're in, bringing healing in from our church. We want to have a river that flows out into our communities and add into our nation to really bring health to it. See, the Dead Sea uh, was so high in salt content, and if you've ever been, you'll know this, so high in salt content that nothing could live. Fish can't live there, and living organisms can't live there, and really plants can't live there. But when the river of God comes to dead places, it brings life. I don't know if you remember our theme for 2021. It seems a long time ago we launched it now, but 2021, the theme was God said live. Say that with me out loud. God said live. And we were facing a time when many people were just struggling and the world was a crazy place and things had been dying in our worlds, and we started to speak life to them again. We started to speak life to marriages, and life to jobs, and life to homes, and, and life into the world in which we live. And what I love about what I feel God is saying this year is it is a continuation of that theme. God said, live, and now he's saying, jump in the river of God and take that life to wherever the river is going to take you and bring life 
to the people and the worlds all around you that desperately need it. You know, um, the, the river brings life to, to, to whatever it comes into contact with. I, I think that can really be about our lives. The river of God brings life to us. You know, whether that's finances or whether that's physical health or emotional or mental health. Maybe it's relationships that are broken down. And when the river of God touches them, they come back to life. I think about the woman at the well in the New Testament where Jesus encounters her. And if you know the story at all, he meets this woman drawing water at an unusual time of day. And he says to her, you know, why are you here now? Don't you come with the other woman? And she knows that she can't be there with the other woman because her life is a mess. And Jesus starts to unpack what has been going on in her life. And she turns around and says, wow, you know, surely here's a prophet who knew everything about me. And Jesus says to her, you're coming for water, but I've got something for you that will quench your thirst forever. I've got rivers of living water. That woman had multiple marriages. I believe she was on her fifth or sixth marriage. And Jesus knew that, but this life that was in him did not come to condemn her. It came to heal her. It came to restore the, that brokenness in her life that meant she went through relationship after relationship after relationship. Maybe personally this year, there are some things in your life that you need to be restored. I want to say there's a river of God that wants to flow and bring life to you. But not only that, the dead places represent our communities. It might represent our schools. It might represent our hospitals. It might represent our workplace. It might represent our neighbors. And you might say, honestly, like my workplace is not a good place to be. You might, you might say, my, where, I, my, where my kids go to school, what they're teaching them, the influences that they're under. Man, it doesn't feel good. Nothing good is going to live in that place. And I want to say at Corpus Church this year, I believe if we can step into the flow, there's a river of life that can bring healing and blessing to those dark and dying places of our society. One of the things we've been praying for in our fast is that, is that we would see the influence of God in high places, government, and educational bodies. Come on, we have the river of living of, of God inside of us that brings healing to these places, and we want to see that happen. You know, a couple of exciting things to celebrate this year. Uh, in 2021, we did something called Love Week. Love Week was such a cool initiative where um, certainly in our Surrey locations, we asked our connect groups to find places of need that were near to them and to go out and to be a blessing. And you know, we had 161 volunteers take part in 14 different projects. 161 volunteers in 14 different projects, a whole lot of different things from helping neighbors with gardening. Someone built a ramp up to a, a neighbor's house so they could get in more easily. Lots of different things were done. And I believe that was just the seed of something better that's to come. 161 volunteers, 14 projects, but I believe we can do so much more than that. We can go as small groups, we can go as teams, and we can bring this river of life to hurting people. 
and we can have an amazing difference. In 2021, again, across our Surrey locations, we gave away 827 hampers, food parcels, and baskets to the people in our communities that desperately needed them. Isn't that cool? Over 800 of those went into homes and families and schools and all sorts of places. And I celebrate that. That's the river of God flowing from the house into our communities to bring life. I believe we're going to do so much more of that this year as we start to exit this pandemic. One more stat for you. This year, we had 454 people uh, take part in the Alpha courses that we ran. But you know, 124 people that attended that course are not part of our church. The vast majority of them not believers or searching or on a journey. And I love the fact that they didn't even just step through the doors of church on a Sunday to hear this message of good news. That's the river of God flowing out through the power of Zoom, as it happened, right into people's lives. And so this year, we want to step into the flow of what God is doing. Third simple little point before I share some big ideas for us this year is, is number three is when it comes to the river of God, uh, number three, we're invited to enter in. We're invited to enter in. I love the fact that the, the, the angel or the man, whoever it was, leading Ezekiel on his journey, when he got to ankle deep, the Bible says he led Ezekiel across the river. And then he went another uh, a thousand cubits and then he led him across the river. It was up to the knee. And then again, at waist deep. And then finally, he got to the point where it was too much to walk through. He could only swim. And uh, I just love this picture that Ezekiel had to get in the river to be part of the flow. Uh, how many of you know what it's like getting into a, into a body of water? Uh, maybe if it's pretty cold, you know, you, you, maybe it's a swimming pool or a reservoir, whatever it is. And you, you kind of you start by dipping your toes in. And maybe it's a little bit cold, but you start and then you lower yourself slowly in, maybe knee deep. Finally, maybe you get to the point where you're standing by the side of the bank and the water's up to your waist, but you haven't gone shoulders under yet. How many of you know shoulders under is the key? When your shoulders under, you're going to be okay. And then you take a deep breath and you go shoulder under. And then finally, you take the leap and you swim on into that body of water. It's a process, isn't it? It's a process. I really believe that God is inviting you and he's inviting me to go deeper into the process of getting submerged in his river. Maybe you've been living your Christian life ankle deep up until now. It's like you delve in it. You're part of it, but it hasn't taken all of your life. Maybe this year you've, or up till now, you've been living kind of waist deep. It's like you're pretty good. You're, you're like stuff, you're in, you're in Christ. You're, you're learning and, and stuff is happening. But the truth is you're still in control. Your feet are on the ground. And at any moment you want to step back out, you can do so. You, you, there's things where God has not yet been given permission to touch that part of your life. But I believe if we are going to have an impact upon the face of the earth, if we're going to have an impact, Equipus Church in the UK, if we're going to have an impact 
in our communities and our times, we've actually got to come to the point where we say, you know what? I'm going to let go of control and I'm going to let God take all of me. I'm going to dive right on in there. I'm going to take my feet up from the surface. I'm going to hand all control to you, Lord, because why? I want to be in the flow. Somebody say, stepping into the flow. I want to step into the flow of God this year. I don't want to be feet down. I don't want to be knee deep. I don't want to be ankle deep. But I want to be part of what God is doing around the face of the planet. Somebody say amen if you believe that today. And so I've got some things that I want to talk to you about for a few moments not going to take long, but some exciting things that we want to let you know about. Some of them you may know about, some of them, uh, or one of them at least, will be definitely news to you today. The first thing I want to say is this year, number one, is we're going to be launching something called Shout Conference. Shout Conference. And for those who've been around Equippers a while, you might have heard of Shout Conference. We have been running it in Auckland, New Zealand for, I think, 16 plus years. And up until this point, it has been the global gathering of our Equippers family. And uh, probably a conference of four or 5,000 people having a huge impact, uh, not only in that nation, but in the impact of many, many people right around the world. Shack Conference has been a place where for many people, the call of God has come alive for them. That God has moved from being something they knew about in their heads to now they know about it in their hearts. It's been a conference for certainly pastors and leaders like me who have needed encouragement, who have been in some pretty perhaps low moments of their life, challenges of, of ministry and leading a church and God's come and encouraged it's been a place where businessmen and businesswomen have been encouraged in, in their journey too. In fact, all walks of life have, have benefited from it. And now we're at this exciting point where we now have more Equippers churches outside of New Zealand where it began than we do inside. And we've got churches all over Europe now. We've got four churches in Germany. We've got a couple of locations in Zurich. We've got Hungary. We've got locations in Italy. We've got others that are coming online. And we've just recognized the time is now to have a, an amazing gathering of the Equippers family from Europe hosted right here in the UK. And I hope you're excited about that because that is a vision for all of us. In order for this to happen, it's going to take all of us pulling together all of us creating this amazing moment. And so I just believe that is going to be powerful. Now, why am I sharing it to you in the, in the theme we're in? Because this is not about just come. This is about people coming, being blessed, being built up, being encouraged, and then sent back out in the river of God to wherever God has called them to be, whether it's the UK or whether it's further afield. And so Shack Conference is going to be an exciting thing this year. We want you to be part of it. Time to start registering. Uh, registering. Time to get involved with that. Second big thing I want to share with you is something that we are continuing to pursue. It's not a new thing. But number two, we want to continue to pursue buildings better buildings, better facilities, 
better places for us to come together. I know here in Weybridge, we are continuing to pursue a building that we believe God has spoken to us about. But I know in Essex that Pastor Barry and the team have been looking at different options of, of better buildings for you guys out there. I know Pastor Tom in, in Richmond has his eyes open right now and he's saying, Lord, is, is there something that you, that you have for us? And so this year, we're going to continue to go after better buildings. Now, you and I both know that buildings are not the church. COVID taught us that if it didn't teach us anything. It taught us that. The buildings are not the church. We are the church. But man, we need buildings to gather, but not just to gather, but so that we can release fresh initiatives that can flow back out into our communities. Here in Weybridge, we've been blessed with a facility uh, that we've leased for over 10 years. But now as we enter into a new season, the lease on that facility is coming to an end. And we need a new building of our own. We need something that's going to be purpose-made. It's going it's to fit like a glove for the next season. And it's all going to be about releasing the river. Not just gathering, but releasing the river out into our communities. Come on, let's pray this year. Let's believe this year that we'll see better facilities for every one of us. Amen. And here's the third thing. And I'm so excited to share this with you this morning. I am, I am just like overjoyed with excitement. And this year we are planning to launch for the very first time uh, right here again in the UK, our very own Bible college. We are getting ready to launch Equippers College. Somebody say amen to that. Equippers College. And again, we've had a Bible college in Auckland, New Zealand for many, many years. That Bible college is currently full every year, even with our international guests over the last couple of years. Uh, more than 100, I think maybe 140 or 150 students every year go through that college to be trained and equipped. And we believe the time is right for right here in Europe for us to establish a college to train a young man and young woman that they would be set up for a great future. And more than that, I mean, as if that wasn't exciting enough, I'm so excited to say that the principal of Equippers College, many of you will know, Pastor Steve Graham. Steve Graham is actually going to be heading up our college, and he is going to be splitting his time uh, between the two sides of the world. He'll be here for a while and back in Auckland for a while, but he's going to be in the UK helping us establish a college that is going to set us up for our future. It's going to help train people. In fact, there are three things that you might want to just write down in your notes today. Uh, the college is about equipping. Equipping. It's about training and developing people. Secondly, it's about empowerment. Empowerment. It's about making strong and confident believers in their faith. And thirdly, it's about engaging people. It's, it's getting people activated for the purpose of God's call upon their lives. And, you know, many of us have spent years in education, years right up to A-levels, years for many of us in university and masters and beyond. And sometimes we give no thought to our own Christian education. But uh, we're going to be encouraging people. How about giving God a year where you invest in your Christian journey? You might not be called to be a pastor or anything like that, but it's going to be a great place for people to come. And they're going to come, we pray, from all over the place. 
be trained, and then they're going to be sent back out in the river of God to have an impact all over Europe and ultimately all over the world. I pray you can get excited about that today at Crippers Church. This year, we're going to be stepping into the flow of God. We're going to be learning how to do that. We're going to be talking about getting rid of the blockages that stop the flow of God in our lives. And we're going to be part of some big initiatives that I believe are going to be changing many, many people's lives. And they are going to be exciting, not only for our generation, but the generations that are to come after us when it comes to the church of Jesus and all that we're called to do. So I want to encourage you, open your heart. Ezekiel 47. We're going to be spending some time in this over the next couple of weeks. Let it speak to you. Let it land in your heart. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm handing back over to our location pastors, wherever they are, and our service pastor on the online service today. Bless you guys. See you soon.